everybody. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Welcome to another 12 Days of the Comic Source Presents Bad Idea. Uh, celebrating Bad Idea as we march down to Christmas. Rocky getting to experience these stories for the first time. And I got to say, reading Escape from Wyoming brought back a lot of memories. Because not only had I read it previously, but this was part of the second wave of Bad Idea books. Seven books that were released as their second season that coincided with their fan of the year competition, which for those that don't know, I was crowned bad idea fan of the year. <laughs> yes. Uh, great and book. I don't say that, I don't say that to brag, but I say that to uh, bring to mind the challenge that went along with this uh, escape from Wyoming series, which was to reenact uh, a scene out of the book, uh, <laughs> which I did. And there's footage somewhere probably still exists on the internet. Super embarrassing. Uh, I played both the sheriff in the story and then I switched off and I played the alien cop that was framed and was in prison. Uh, super cheesy, terrible acting, no special effects. I think I was using um, my drill, my Black & Decker drill. I don't have any guns. <laughs> I was using a Black & Decker drill as a gun. Uh, yeah, so pretty embarrassing, but uh, it's out there. Anyway, Escape from Wyoming, three-issue series, came out in 2021. Uh, written by Robert Venditti. Seems like we're talking about a lot of his books uh, these days, which is great because uh, he's one of my favorite comic book writers. The art is by Jorge Malongo, and then letters are by Troy uh, Pateri. So this is just a really fun series. There's not a lot to it in terms of, oh, there's themes and uh, ideas and you know depth to explore. Uh, it's not that kind of comic. It's just out and out fun, uh, a really wild ride. So you got to check it out for the first time, Rocky. What'd you think? Where does it stack up? Uh, it's entertaining. It's entertaining. I, uh, again, this is, a, it's, it's sci-fi fun, sci-fi fun. I, I like the central conceit. I, it never, it actually threw me. I wasn't expecting, I got a little bit of misdirection right in the first issue with, uh, you know, I, I understood the general concept that Earth was a prison planet, but it's actually a very specific place on the Earth. Uh, and it's right under Yellowstone National Park. And I didn't realize that when Yellowstone in National Park was made a, a, a national park in 1872, it was done that way specifically to create a prison underneath uh, Wyoming, uh, which is an intergalactic prison uh, where all the uh, all the dregs and all the terrible people in the in the galaxy are the worst place in the universe. To, the worst prison planet on in the universe is apparently Earth. <laughs> and that's uh, that's uh, that's where our hero of the story, Lieutenant Dunn Five, who's uh, presumably framed, he's a he's one of the galaxy's best cops. He's framed and he's sent. Uh, he's framed and he's basically sent to to spend the rest of his life or a good long sentence on Earth. And uh, he he ends up meeting, of course, uh, some uh, some earth police officer uh, a sheriff holiday uh in the midst of what amounts to a prison break on on prison earth under or i guess escape from wyoming as all these prisoners do and it leads to a, quite a, a three issue uh adventure for uh, both the uh superhero i guess the the hero heroic cops of the tale uh lieutenant dun five and sheriff holiday who is the earth hero and i thought it was it, it, it's a it's a lot of fun and uh jose uh, Mon, uh, Monlongo on the art, yep. definitely something I, I 
I enjoyed his art because he had he had he had a lot of fun a lot of fun drawing all the all the gory scenes and the uh, <laughs> the chewed up police officers that were basically eaten by some of the alien species that escaped from uh, from the prison underneath underneath Wyoming. It was uh, very well done and it was and it was fun. I, I enjoyed it. A good dialogue, uh, good fun had by all. What about yourself? Yeah, I mean, it was. It's always been a favorite of mine. Uh, you know, I, I talk so much about uh, really enjoying comics that make me think. But once in a while, you want a comic that you don't have to think, right? You can just yeah. read it. You can just enjoy it. Uh, there is a backup uh, in, you know, as there are in most uh, bad idea books, a B side in Tankers Number One that shows uh, President Abraham Lincoln signing the Intergalactic Treaty that. Uh, allows the aliens to uh, create a supermax security prison underneath Yellowstone National Park. Uh, so if you're curious, that was kind of a, a sneak peek of uh, this escape from Wyoming. Obviously, that's written by Robert Venditti as well. Uh, he knew this story was coming at a, at a later time. So, yeah, Dunn 5, uh, maybe the one uh, character of the aliens that's uh, kind of noble and and uh, kind of admirable. And then you have the sheriff. Um, what is it, Sheriff Holiday, uh, who is uh, obviously the, the his human counterpart in, in a way, a little bit of a, a team up kind of buddy cop. Uh, but Dunn Five, yeah, he doesn't want to take bribes. So even though he's one of the most decorated uh, police officers in the intergalactic police force, he gets uh, framed and sentenced to, uh, to life in prison with no parole on Supermax Earth. Uh, meanwhile, one of the guards there is tired of being there. So not only are the prisoners uh, that get sent to Supermax Earth uh, serving a life sentence, so are all the guards. They're called monks, actually, and the, they're volunteers, and they don't realize what exactly they're getting themselves into because once you're there, you don't leave either uh, as a guard. And he's he's feels um, taken advantage of, and so he, he sets up a situation along with some prisoners that's going to allow him to escape. Uh, the prison transport comes in once a year. So their plan is to escape right before the prison transport comes, jump on the prison transport, leave the planet. Uh, and what the three prisoners that he um, schemes with to escape don't realize, but this guard, this corrupt guard, Vic, does know, is that once prisoners have escaped from the Supermax, a 90-minute timer starts. And once that 90 minutes is up, a quantum bomb goes off and all of Earth is vaporized. This is kind of the failsafe, right, to keep the galaxy's most dangerous criminals from escaping. Uh, and so that's when the warden goes to Dun 5 and says, hey, none of us can actually leave the prison. You can. You used to be law enforcement. Um, you know, why don't you go out and, and try to stop these prisoners? Because he doesn't realize that Vic has betrayed them. The prisoners take Vic. They pretend to take Vic as a hostage. It's part of Vic's plan. Um, and so he thinks it's just the three prisoners. And I love it that Dun Five's like, well, why, what makes you think that I'll do this and I won't just run too? And the warden tells him about the countdown. He's like, first of all, there's nowhere to run to. All of Earth is going to be vaporized. Second of all, it's a chance to prove you are who you say you are. You know, you say that you're, you're, you're a good cop and you didn't do the things they accuse you of doing. Um, and, you know, we, we know that to be true. Uh, so, what follows is kind of a, you know, a, an extended chase scene, if you will, with uh, Dunn Five along with Sheriff Holiday, who stumbles upon all this in, you know, the, kind of his own backyard and teams up with Dunn Five. Uh, Dunn Five earns his trust and they, they fight to uh, 
eliminate the prisoners and save the earth from from blowing up. So it's a heck of a lot of fun. There's really not much more to it than that. There are some great scenes between um, the sheriff and his young daughter. She's a high school student. You can imagine what it's like being a high school student in a small town and your dad's the sheriff. So Venditti has some fun with that. Uh, so yeah, it's a, it's a really great story. Uh, there's uh, one of the issues has a, uh, a backup that ties in with the, uh, the hero trade. There's another one that has to do with uh, a drug, drug deal gone bad uh, for a B side. And then the final B side is about uh, a boy, uh, a boy and his sister whose father apparently is head of an organized criminal organization. His dad gets killed. They get put in pr- uh, protective custody with his, their kind of estranged aunt who's kind of weird out in the middle of nowhere. And then years and years later, he comes back uh, for revenge and to take back his father's business. The, it's in black and white. I'd never seen Juan Jose Reap art in black and white. Oh, my God. It's so amazing. Uh, it's by Matt Kent. Uh, he's the the writer with that for that reap art and uh god i want more of that for sure because that's a fantastic crime noir in terms of the jorge uh, monlongo art you mentioned in the main story so this is what really makes it work like the story is fine and it's fun and it's entertaining but seeing monlongo get to cut loose uh, exaggerated anatomy big explosions aliens tentacles uh some very cartoonish you know blood and guts it really works with these kind of minimalistic backgrounds. And for me, like this would be an amazing animated show. The art style to me, it reminds me of like an adult Looney Tunes version, right? Like Bugs Bunny, like that style of art or the Grinch, right? That's that same style of art often directed by uh, famed animated uh, director, Chuck Jones. Um, so if you were to do this in that style, right, like obviously it's going to be more violent and bloody or whatever, but in that Bugs Bunny, in that Looney Tunes, in that Chuck Jones style with the minimalistic backgrounds, or a lot of times the backgrounds are just silhouettes and what have you. Uh, I mean, so often Rocky and I are reviewing like DC books. We talk about, um, lack of detail in the backgrounds being, uh, like not good, right. Being a detriment to the story here. It works because it, it pushes all the action up front. And being that it's humans, being that it's uh, or, or aliens rather, being that it's kind of this exaggerated anatomy, it really makes the, that work and uh, the action pop off the page. So, yeah, if anything, I mean, there there are some bad idea books. Uh, I think one of the ones we reviewed yesterday, Rocky mentioned, The Lot would make a fantastic Netflix show. Obviously, we want that that to be live action. This would be great animated, uh, but it'd have to be you know in that Invincible style. Um, where you can't sugarcoat it. You can't make it uh, G-rated. You got to let all the blood and guts hang out and you got to just, you know, give it that PG or PG-13 rating. So uh, a lot of fun, really enjoyable, and uh, just continues to show the variety and diversity in bad idea stories. This had my, this had a little bit of a Rick and Marty, it had a little bit of a Rick and Marty, Morty yeah. vibe to me, to be honest. And, and even some of the humor, I mean, is, is, you know, as, as uh, Sheriff Holiday and uh, Lieutenant Dunn five are, are trying to communicate with each other. And, uh, and Halliday is completely confused. How the hell are we even understanding each other? He doesn't understand. There's obviously a universal translator or something going on. I don't, it's never actually, never really answers the question, but you know, Halliday in particular, I think we're most of us readers were experiencing what's going on through uh, through Sheriff Halliday because like we do, we don't we readers 
we don't actually know what the power sets or how what the powers and how strong these aliens are. You know what we know one is like one eats creatures and and we even and in fact even done five done five. He instead of throwing a punch, he sticks. He has a massive tongue that just shoots out yeah. and knocks out Halliday at one point. I mean, it's just crazy. So it, we're we're with as the reader. We're like uh, Sheriff Halliday. We're discovering this for the first time. Even though we're introduced to the aliens up front, we still don't really know much about them other than that that, that they look different and that they're, you know, they, they have this prison on this ter- terrible place called Earth. And so, but, you know, so it's what we think we know that sort of lures, lures us into a false sense of security as we're reading the story. And it's, it's just fun. It's a, it's a good, fun story. And uh, yeah, it's, it's three issues long and it's funny. It didn't take me long to read the, the three issues, uh, but I was engaged and I look forward to, you know, I went right to the next issue. I was engaged. I wasn't, you know, wandering. My mind wasn't wandering off like it has been as, as it does at times. Cause you and I read a lot of comic books and, yeah, this has, been a, this has been a lot of fun. So I got to say, I mean, we're firing in all cylinders. This is day six, is it not? Yeah. Day six of uh, the Comic Source Presents, a bad idea. And so, yeah, this was a, this was a good idea doing the 12 days of bad idea slash Comic Source. <laughs> yeah, the other thing uh, we get, like, the name like Escape from Wyoming, uh, get a little bit of a vibe of like Escape from Witch Mountain because we get a hint on the very last page uh, that we that again, it's an idea that can be re- returned to at the end. Um, Holiday had collected all the alien body parts. Obviously, he didn't want anybody founding them. And he goes banging on the door uh, before um, Dunn Five took the, the the prison transport and left Earth, probably to go clear his name. Uh, he gave Holiday this um, wristband, and told him where he could find the prison. So he shows up at, at the prison door, knocking, and the warden's like, "What's going on? Who, who knows we're here?" And uh, uh, Holiday's like, yeah, you know, I, do, do you have any jobs? Here's my resume. And he he's opens uh, the trailer that he's been pulling uh, with his uh, sheriff car and it, all the alien body parts are packed there. And it says, uh, you know, return uh, to escape from Wyoming. So, again, uh, escape from which mountain return to escape from which mountain those yeah. Disney movies back in the 70s, a little bit of that vibe. Uh, so, yeah, you're right when when uh, you say bad ideas firing on all cylinders and the chance that. Uh, Robert Venditti, Matt Kent, these other writers that have so many ideas, uh, they get a chance to cut loose, get a chance to take as much time, as much space as they need to tell the story that they want to tell. Um, a lot of times you're not going to be able to, to get a green light on a story that's as off the wall as this is at a at a traditional publisher. So, yeah, we're thankful for Bad Idea, and uh, it's just a heck of a lot of fun to uh, to review these books with you, Rocky, and to have you experience them for the first time. Yeah, no, I, yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm glad this is, I feel like I, uh, this is sort of an early Christmas present for me uh, doing this with you. It's a lot of fun. Yep. So, uh, tomorrow we'll be reviewing the next, uh, of the releases from the second wave. Uh, at least I think it's the next one. It's, it's hard to remember. Uh, but anyway, it's a one shot, um, last resort. Uh, I think it's refuse and last resort i think is the the title so anyway it, whether it was the next one chronologically or not that's one we're going to review tomorrow so be sure you uh tune in tomorrow uh and if you're checking us out on our youtube channel the comic source youtube channel be sure you uh go and subscribe to our audio only channel as well that's where we typically release all our content so just go to whatever platform you get your podcasts on do a search for the comic source and subscribe also don't forget to head over to rocky's youtube channel comic space boom exclamation point that's where we review our 
DC books every week. We talk about every DC book that's coming out. Typically, though, it goes out early on Tuesday mornings. So go and search for Rocky's channel, subscribe, ring the notification bell so you don't miss out on any of those DC spotlights when we put them out. And uh, again, leave some comments. Uh, tell us what you liked about the DC books or what we had to say. Uh, we really enjoy engaging with listeners in the comment section. So uh, again, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to everybody. Hope you're having a great uh, season. Christmas season here with family and friends. And we appreciate you joining us as always. We'll see you tomorrow. Happy holidays.